0: Hello, this is Geoff Watts, and welcome to episode 84 of the Agile Pubcast. In the UK, we're entering our third week of the coronavirus-imposed lockdown, and so Paul and I met virtually again, me in my shed and him in his home office. And today's episode, we talked about a number of things, including what we were missing about the old way of working, before moving on to topics like the gamification of routine, mindfully doing things in a different way, including mowing Paul's lawn, before Paul got his instrument out. Hmm, I'll leave your imagination to run wild on that one. But we hope you're staying sane and staying safe and continually washing your hands. And we hope this brings you a little distraction and relief during your lockdown time. Anyway, cheers everybody! (laughs) hello hello
1: hello hello hello. remote we are remote once again and i'm longing oh i just love now to be at the pub yeah oh it was a lovely day i know was a bit colder today than it has been but i'd love to have been at the pub today it's easter monday and it would have been a great beer garden wouldn't it yeah it was a lovely weekend Lovely weekend,
0: but okay. still, your absence makes the heart grow fonder. Delayed gratification. Yeah, I
1: think we'll next time you go, you will certainly enjoy it. Yeah, we'll be grateful for it when we do. Right, my friend, um, you do yours for your, your your drink first, and I'll dip into my lucky box. All right, I've gone for a new one. Talking of sun sunny
0: days, I've gone for sunshine pale ale. Oh, and, nice!
1: And, that sounds like a happy a happy drink.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's from a nice place. It's down near, well, St Ives sort of way, Padstow sort of way in Cornwall. Yeah, lovely, lovely part of the world, somewhere that we were only saying today, as a family, where we we would love to be. Um, but soon, soon I'm sure. So it's 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 pretty golden, not much of a head. Oh, it's very clear, isn't it? Very clear.
1: Yeah. I don't see your see your face through that glass.
0: And it tastes like um, a little bit of sort of almost exotic fruit just but not a lot it's not quite you know not, a bit more fruitier than apple sort of not maybe kiwi maybe something like that but oh, okay a bit bitter which but not too bitter a little bit of bubbles it smells like beer it smells like beer garden beer
1: is it summer
0: um, summer beer summer beer yeah that's nice well played, Lushingtons. Good
1: stuff. And you're lucky, um, bit. Yeah, I was just I had a noise there from my mail, which is distracting, so I just turned it off. Um, right into the into the the. Uh, if you weren't listening last week, shame on you. But um, oh, my keeps messages keep going now. Quit. Um, if you weren't here last week, um, I ordered a box of mystery cider from the Bristol Cider Shop and each week I'm going to dip into the lucky box and not look what I'm picking out. And uh, these are all award-winning ciders from uh, the West Country area. And I, oh, this is a heavy bottle, Jeff. This is a heavy bottle. Oh my days, right, okay. <laughs> this is, uh, I think you know this one, Jeff. This is Dunkerton's, is, you, know, you know Dunkerton's? Oh yeah, 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 he's from my town. From, you? From uh, founded in Herefordshire, is that right?
0: Well. He's from Cheltenham.
1: It, yes, it, yes, it does say Cheltenham producer Dunkin's Cheltenham in the back. Um, there, I don't. know, Question: Have I had this before? This is a premium reserve organic cider. It's just, it's just called Dunkin's, but it's six point eight percent.
0: So you might have had you might have had some at the tavern.
1: That was wasn't that the first place where the podcast started? Is that the talent? Yes, the first one. But we've been there twice, <coughs> so there's a good chance I've had this before. So, do, do they do more than one um, side? They probably do more than one, don't they? Surely.
0: Well, I honestly don't know. I, they've um, they've expanded and they've opened up their the really big brewery just on the outskirts of Cheltenham. They did have a beer, but that. Uh, that was nice to start with and the second batch wasn't great and so then they stopped making it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, this is um, this is the super dry guy.
1: So in... it says there's a quote here from Ivor Dunkerton. Is that the man? No, Julian. It's, okay, there's a guy, well, the quote here is from someone called Ivor. Ivor the engine. There we go. Pour out. It's just, I don't know if it's just that I've become weak in my uh, lockdown state where I've got no arm strength but this feels like a heavy bottle. But it's only it's still a five hundred mil bottle, which is just, just made of thick glass. Um so there we are. Um the pint of cloudy-ish cider with yeah, relatively bubbly. It's quite sweet though. So it does say on the back it's a sweet, it is it's quite nice. It is more sweet than acidic. It's nice, it's it's lovely.
0: Good.
1: Yeah, it's got a kind of a, a, a very um sweet taste to it, but it's quite uh a mixture of fruits in there, I'd say. Almost like look like a strong apple juice flavour to that, but kind of it's like... a apple.
0: Blended whiskey, different apples maybe.
1: Yeah, but um, it's nice. 6.8%. I'll just, again, just be having one of those tonight. But, but that's very, very nice. Thank you, Dunkertons. I'll close the box back up. I don't want to see what's next. Cheers, my friends. Cheers, buddy. Sorry we can't be uh, together as such. Getting used to it yet? Sorry, getting
0: used to it yet? Um,
1: yeah, I think so. I think I think there's a, yeah interesting dynamics occurring in our family over the last twenty four hours or so, whereby obviously we can say when this is. This is Easter Monday now because this is probably going to go out straight away this week. But try to make Easter a bit different. But I think even now, especially this morning, when I think um, half of my family is kind of dealing with it quite well, the other half not so much. Okay. So um, I think uh, perhaps just a, a bit more niggly today than yesterday mm. than it has been, just in terms of the routine is getting a bit more um, more routine. And I think that's uh, an element of boredom setting for um, my wife and my daughter, probably. So, yeah, it's a test. This week's going to be testing as well. I think it's going to be a difficult one, but um, cause I don't think that the, the constraints are going to be relaxed anytime soon for the UK, certainly. No. How about you?
0: Um, yeah, so we had a rough start with with a bit of illness um, in the house, not the illness, but now now thing everyone's sort of back to full health. We sort of we've found a new norm, as it were. Yeah, uh, I think it's quite it's funny how adaptable human beings are, really. Yeah. yeah, you know we we were horrified at the thought when when lockdown was first announced. Uh, thought, well, we'll never be able to get used to that. But we've adapted. And I think everybody adapts. And, yeah, it's all a bit weird. But it's kind of, we said today, because it's sort of three weeks today, isn't it, since yes. the lockdown was announced. We said, well, we've done three weeks. And we both said, it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. No, no. Uh, I mean, fair to be fair, I'm not really working Corrupt, mm-hmm. which means that we're not, we not—we haven't got that pressure. That's going—that's going to come. How do you mean that's going to come?
1: What do you when mean? I, when I start working more, it's going to be harder. Yeah. To balance things. How are you planning on phasing back into it? I mean, cause you took—you took time off over the the race. Did you? you took time off this weekend? And...
0: Well, yeah, because I was supposed to be on holiday anyway.
1: Oh right, okay.
0: So we we're only supposed to be back this weekend. Yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, I I don't really know yet. I'm I'm trying to work out a few things. Whether to um, maybe maybe try some webinars. I think I'm going to try some webinars.
1: Yeah, I saw. Um, I think I was on LinkedIn for my um for my sins on a bank holiday Monday. I was checking it, and I saw that you were offering something like that. What on any particular subject, or is that something you're going to? I was just
0: floating the idea, really, seeing if people are interested. What kind of topics would they be interested in? Mm. Um, I'd rather. I've always been like that. I've always, you know, when when meetup groups ask me to talk, I always say, "So, what do you want me to talk about?" Rather than I'm going to come and talk about this. Yeah. Rather than push my topic on them. Um, so I've just put it out there. What 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 subjects would people be interested in? Most are you, are any responses owners. yet or no? Yeah, so far it's around product ownership mostly, okay. um, and change agency. So I might I might see how that goes. See if enough people are interested. Um, and just put something together, short, sharp, targeted, um, and yeah, see if uh, see if that works as a, as a way of changing, pivoting what I do, rather than yeah. do day training classes or whole day on site, you know, sort of hour here, hour there. Mm. See what that happens.
1: Yeah, I, I've done a similar thing. Um, I think as well, it, it keeps it breaks my week up. So I've been um, running, my intention was to run almost like brown bag sessions because I was very conscious and people, a lot of people have told me a lot of the feedback I've been having from people who are working from home is the amount of time they're spending on Zoom calls or conference calls or whatever that might be. And it's quite exhausting. And it's quite draining. A lot of people are saying they're trying to scale back. So I tried to do like virtual brown bag kind of lunch sessions. I try to time box them within 45 minutes of lunch, lunch breaks or what would technically be end of the day or lunch breaks. So people aren't completely bogged down by it. Just, But again, I've been quite surprised at the number of people that are interested in them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I've just been basing it around online retrospectives and having a chat about around those and, um, and using some of the cards that I've got within those. So they, but they've been quite popular. Um, so I've been quite, quite pleased for that and it does give me something to focus on because there's not a lot of um training happening at the moment uh, would well, rightly so people are um, um people just not booking training courses you don't expect people to at the moment either it's not a time to go out and find training so hey saying that maybe it is a time to reach if you're retraining this is perhaps a great opportunity to to reskill but um i think certainly for my clients they they're holding back really on booking any more training courses or anything with me online so I'm trying to I'm trying to offer something alternative, and um, I'm getting quite a, quite a bit of interest in it really. Okay. So yeah, it's quite a nice way of doing it, and because they're short sessions, it's quite, you kind of feel they're manageable and they're quite easy to. You don't feel like you're exhausting people or um or um monologuing at them for too long, so it's quite good.
0: Are there any other sort of what other what other alternatives are there? To another webinar another video call another screen session i don't know Uh, maybe just audio so i was kind of thinking then um you know go a walk around the garden or put some just put your earphones in and don't have screen just just listen Mm. because we've talked before haven't we if you deprive yourself of one sense the other senses will will increase yeah maybe just shut your eyes and listen
1: yeah I noticed it 's uh, one of my good friends who's uh, obviously everyone's in a lockdown situation but he said to me that he's found himself picking up the phone more because he's fed up with um, internet-based calling.
0: Really?
1: So almost going back to um, you know dialing a number and um, walk it walk and you can be more mobile you can walk around the garden or whatever and um, be outdoors without losing signal you can just you're relying much more on a mobile phone but um the amount of people now that I think that aren't using mobile phones because everything's in front of the screen mm. it can be quite refreshing to get out and then um, use the good old mobile yeah Or dare I say the landline do
0: you still have one you have to have one <laughs> I never answer my landline no one ever rings my landline anymore well, the only people that ring my landline are Spam and
1: my father-in-law
0: <laughs> yeah, i just don't answer it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it is um it's a rarity in our house something's something's usually wrong um it's usually the doctor's surgery i think the doctor's surgery has still got our landline yeah, yeah. so it'll be something around that that we know or school if school yeah if, if one of the kids is ill there'll be a crisis and we have to go and get the kids from school a landline will probably rain that's generally yeah, how it works in our house but no, it's it's a kind of a forgotten um forgotten art i suppose forgotten
0: uh device What am i missing with your uh, with your online retrospective sessions
1: what do you mean when you miss um well well what are you missing'm um, well, uh, well, missing? I'm, I'm doing a i'm con- i'm condensing a a seven day retrospective into fifteen twenty minutes. As a way to demonstrate how you can do it. So, using an online tool in a much, and I guess this, it, you would never run it that quickly, but just to explain some three parts of the retrospective using my lexicon cards, just to um, demonstrate different and um, identify with different emotions at various points to uh, a relevant point uh, to go deeper at various points. And just explain to people how you can use those cards um, online, really. So. Um, I used Google Jamboard which is quite a good tool um, that i found that I actually people have a lot of people have said how useful it is it's a free tool as a lot of most Google things are but um it's just really really easy to get people onto and using online and you can do a fairly quick retrospective using post-its um with a, a virtual flip chart so it's yeah, if you don't have people don't have to download anything before the actual event they can just come in and so with people it's, it's quite cathartic actually for me to see um to see people um to make to make new connections and that's one of the nice things that again these we've done a couple of these um ad hoc impromptu social distancing on friday and we are just making new connections and um or refreshing old ones someone that was on a previous training course messaged me and told me they'd love to come in and just have a virtual drink and just catch up. So it's it's nice to reconnect with old people, or older connections, sorry, not old people. But um I'm finding a lot as again a lot of people are seeking me out as a result of these webinars as well. So mm. you do, and you make connections and then they you know they might lead to something else further down the line, you don't know. Mm. What do you miss the most about work? Old normal work. uh what do I miss most about it It's a good question I think I like going out and doing something and then coming back going out and coming back going out and coming back I think I think I can I never be or will be destined to stay at home I miss miss being around I miss experiences and being around people and and um I don't know if it's about people really if it's just about different places I, I've always been very much and my parents also testify to this. I've always been a, a home bird, so I like being at home. I like coming home. But I think it's just what I miss is, is is breaking the week up. Yeah. And being in a different place and then and then the act of I miss coming home because now I am at home. Yeah. So that's probably part of it is is being away and then being back. Being away and then being back. And I've been lucky enough and um, that, that time away is a cent- has always been an essential part of the job for the last 10 years. But um, it's relatively, compared to how it used to be at BT, certainly it's always been a shorter uh, amount of time, two, three days um, on average I'd be away and then I'd be able to come home. So I think that's why I'm missing is, is going and, you know, as much as that probably sounds like me being a terrible husband and, and father, I, I like going out and being coming back.
0: Well, as the stereophonic said, you've got to go there to come back. Yeah. And you've got to, and if, if, if coming home is, is a good feeling, then you have to leave to go and get it.
1: Yeah. I like, um, I think like you said, a lot of families, and I think I'm no different, that they benefit, they stay together, they gel when, because they have that, distance and then they can come back. So we are kind of, four of us are being thrown into a bit of a pressure cooker at the moment that, and I think we're starting to see a few cracks now that, um, and we, me and my wife talked today about maybe having a bit of time, whether it's we do, we've all been, we're doing the exercise bit together, mm-hmm. on every day, but now, and even my son's starting to get a bit fractious with his sister, so we're thinking about now what well, we might stagger that and, and take them out in pairs yeah. rather than doing it all together just to give them each a bit of time apart
0: mm-hmm.
1: and probably me and, the, me and the wife a bit of time apart as well. So I think, I think we've always benefited from that. Mm. What about you? Um,
0: I say I miss the challenge, I think. So the, the, every day was different. That's when people used to ask me about my job. Mm. what i liked about it the one thing i would come back is i would say every day is different and that's the one thing i didn't like about training courses is they 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 do become quite samey which is why i don't do many of them but yeah every day every conversation every coaching session i have is different to the last one Mm. and i don't know what i'm going to get you know i used to like turning up at a client and not knowing what was going to happen that day Mm. Uh, and at the moment, I'm, I'm pretty sure what's going to happen. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's the thing, isn't it?
0: And that, you know, one of the, we were doing, um I'm doing a session at, um, well, it was going to be at one meetup group. Now it's going to be at four meetup groups simultaneously. Right. Next week. So um, a couple of hundred people, I think. And I'm doing, I'm putting together what I'm going to talk about. One of the things I'm going to talk about is just sharing a little bit about yourselves. To be part of a good team, and we do something like this in some of our courses. Um, and I was just putting together a, an example user manual for me. Mm. Um, and you know, one of the things that that you'd have as a sort of warning, if you like, beware mm. uh, about me, is I can get bored quite easily. Mm. When I get bored, I get restless, and I'll come up with silly ideas, and I'll probably do something silly. Mm. Uh, just to be different just to change things up <clears throat> and that's kind of you know what i'm what i'm thinking about at the moment do something silly <laughs>
1: <laughs> for this user group no 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 oh, just 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 in general in life in general
0: yeah you know i'll, I'll buy something silly or i'll do something yeah. silly or i'll start a silly project you know yeah that kind of thing just uh just to break the monotony
1: it's not a bad thing, though.
0: Oh, it's been it's been a big part behind my creativity. The things that I've done.
1: It could, in fact, you know, kind of actually to put you in a bored state is probably what you need to be to to create something. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: but,
1: uh, they yeah. said Einstein didn't they? Einstein, Einstein used to sit in his office and just stare out the window for you know, two thirds of the day. Yeah. He, quite often be seen just staring out the window or or snoozing in, in, in his office letting your brain enter that kind of wisdom sage like state
0: Well I saw someone that I, I, I like on Twitter today I didn't I didn't respond because what I was going to say somebody had already said so I wasn't going to add anything to the conversation but um, they were they were lamenting or feeling guilty about the fact that they just didn't have any motivation today and so since lockdown, it might have been yesterday, for all I know. Uh, since lockdown, every day, you know, they'd sort of made themselves a plan. They'd been quite committed, quite dedicated, motivated, take some action, do some exercise, get some work done, be really productive. But today, they just weren't feeling it. And they, mm. thought, they said, I feel awful, you know, I feel lazy. I just don't want to do anything. Um, and, you know, the responses were, were, like I said, pretty much what I would say is that that's okay. Mm. And sometimes doing nothing is, is the best thing. You know, yeah. sometimes doing nothing is, is doing everything because mm. you recharge, that's when your ideas come. Um, you know, you would, you'd have a day off even if you were going into work five days a week, you'd have you know, a day where you weren't doing anything. Yeah, It just, the environment is weird, so it makes you feel weird.
1: Yeah, I very much, I mean, as a family, we tried to treat this Easter weekend as we would and Easter weekend. So I didn't, I know that we're having a kind of call cool now, but I don't really view this as work. This is more just a catch up, but I tried um, and I didn't check emails really. I had emails, but I you know, I didn't respond to them and I was quite, um, I tried to keep that structure that, this was holiday time for me. So this is time that I went out and played tennis with the kids today and, and things like that, that we probably wouldn't have ordinarily done if I was at work. But I know that work the, for the rest of this week is going to be different work. And it's probably, I can't treat it. I won't treat it like a full day. I'll do an hour and I'll break and I'll do come back and do an hour in the afternoon and something like that. And it won't be, um, it won't be a strict nine to five. I can't adopt that, that, um, structure for the remaining, whatever it might be, four weeks, maybe, maybe more, who knows. But, um,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm trying to treat it differently. I think I have to. Mm. Yeah, I, I um, sent a newsletter in today to um, to my yeah. subscribers.
1: Yeah,
0: and quite a lot of people were on um, were off for the Easter weekend, so you get the automatic out of office reply. Yeah. Uh, quite a few people were on holiday for quite a while. Quite a few people were furloughed as well. Mm. Uh, that must be a weird position to be in
1: Yeah, do we need I mean for the benefit of our or perhaps more international listeners because I must admit it took me a while to understand this so Do we need to explain what furlough means for people that are perhaps not UK based?
0: Maybe um, so to try and avoid mass unemployment the government have decided to subsidize People's wages if organizations want to put them what they call on furlough which is basically not working yes um, so if you want to say this person is not going to work or cannot work the job in this state then the government will pay 80% of their wages for up to three months but that person then cannot work mm. So and it's quite strict, isn't it? You can't
1: even check your emails. You, you, you've got to be, you've basically got to down tools. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but it's a way of avoiding companies having to make layoffs. Yes. So that when things do go back to normal, the economy can just restart. Mm. But those people are in a very strange place. You know, they're out of the loop. Yeah. Um, and when people are out of the loop, uh, all sorts of things happen. You know, they start second guessing things. They start. They, they don't feel as valued. They, they they get a little bit suspicious. They they'll feel like that they, they're they're playing catch up. Are they someone that wasn't valued because they were one of the ones that were furloughed? all these thoughts will be running through their heads,
1: mm.
0: and more. Mm. Uh, but it's a it's a very proactive move by the government.
1: Yeah, and um... <clears> then. <throat> Obviously, lots of different companies. Have you noticed, in terms of, I'm thinking more in terms of social media and, and the number of interactions you're getting, have people, has it, has it quietened, do you think, in, in our industry, it, it, the, the community is, because of this furloughing, that maybe the UK community is you know, simmered down, some of the noise levels?
0: I don't think so, because I think a lot of, I mean, it must have done a bit, but I think IT is probably going to be less hit mm. to begin with because a lot of those people can work well from home. home. Yeah. Um, yeah. And unless projects stop and less funding gets cut, you know, then they will be able to carry on. Mm. So I think it's just a weird state. But, you know, I, you know I've been, I was sort of. Embarrassed is that the right word? Maybe um, this just the the assumptions that you make from a position of um, privilege. I suppose that yeah, you know, we just assume that everybody has a good internet connection, mm. has something. Now, technically, legally, I don't know what this is like in the rest of Europe and the world, but in the UK, employment law says that it's the responsibility of the employer to provide adequate facilities and equipment for people to be able to work from home so if, if a company here is expecting people to work from home they need to provide them with a laptop or mm. a, an internet connection and so on um but i don't think that's the case everywhere no and even if that were the even, even though that is the case it happened so quickly i can't imagine that that was that was able no. many organizations were able to put that in place but uh yeah, it's um, a lot of you know, schools. You know, If school's going to be homeschooling, have, has every household got the equipment mm. for the kids to be able to be homeschooled mm. or taught virtually, you know? It's a bit and also,
1: if you're working in high security or anywhere around areas of confidentiality, you might not have the security in mm-hmm. place yeah. to allow virtual connections from home anyway. You might not, they, you know, legally... You might not be able to work on that project or deal with that company from your a place other than the the security of the office. So it's um it's not it's not going to be easy for everyone certainly. No, no.
0: On a on a slightly more lighthearted note, <laughs> I um I was I I, I at, the, at the end of my email at my at the end of my newsletter. I always try and have something a little bit. Light-hearted, um, yeah. and this this time I, I I embedded a video from Brandon Flowers of The Killers singing Mr Brightside while he was washing his hands. Yeah, I don't know whether you've seen that clip.
1: I have this. seen the clip. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and there's all sorts. There's Gloria Gaynor singing "I'll Survive," and there's yeah. talking to his Yorkshire Terrier, basically doing something to make that boring, mundane task a little easier to stomach yeah. and get into the habit of yeah um when it first when all this first came out I, I heard people saying You need to sing happy birthday twice that's that's how long you need to be yeah. your hands for um and you know when we start talking getting our kids to brush their teeth, it was you know supposed to do it for a minute or something so we have leg timers or something yeah. that just makes it a little bit easier and that that concept of almost gamification mm. of of hygiene, yeah <laughs> I thought it was quite funny.
1: Well, I think that's one of the benefits that will come out of this. I think we will, as a nation, I mean, I'm massively hypothesizing, but if if we do come out of this with a better sense of hygiene and everyone washes their hands for, on average, 50% longer, that can't be a bad thing.
0: No. Uh,
1: And it's just, it is about that kind of um, muscle memory, isn't it? The more you do that. The longer your kids brush their teeth for, the more, the more frequently they do that, the, the, that habit will kick in.
0: Yeah, because practice doesn't make perfect. No. Practice makes permanent. Yeah. So if you're doing the wrong thing regularly, you just get better at doing the wrong thing. Yeah. I didn't realise for years and years and years that I was brushing my teeth badly because I was brushing too hard, right? So I was, I was rubbing the enamel away. Yeah, so my dentist said, you brush really hard. You, you know, you, you've got sensitive teeth because you've brushed away. I just didn't know. No. I just as long as I was brushing my long and well, the, yeah. no matter how embedded that muscle memory of how hard to brush, as well as the action and time. And that's where you know, we say how uh, you know, even effective teams still benefit from from external coaching. Because, for all intents and purposes, I had good dental hygiene. Mm. But having someone who could see what I was doing and see the results of it and raise it back to me, hold the mirror up to me, and yeah. I was able to to refine what I what was to me
1: um, a good practice. It is, I think, also is time having time to think about it. So, the example I I, I cut the lawn yesterday. Was it today or yesterday? It all blurs into one, doesn't it? It was yesterday, and you know, I deliberate. I thought, you know what, today, because I've done this a lot now, because I've got time to think about it. I'm going to cut the lawn in a different direction. Mm. So I'd normally cut. I'd normally wouldn't even think about it. Just go into um, autopilot cut strips that's the most efficient way to do it because i've done it 100 times before but this time i thought you know what i'm gonna do it in diagonals so i went at 45 degrees across across the lawn okay and it took a bit more time and it was a bit awkward and i faced a few more questions from my kids as to daddy why you why are you doing it that way but um and i'm I'm probably kidding myself, I think I've done it better, but it was just refreshing to have time to think about doing it differently and to actually try something different, even though I might try it again differently next week. I think if you tried it differently once, you'll try it differently again next time. Did
0: you learn anything from doing it differently?
1: Um, I think, I think I learned that it looks di- I think it, it looks different. It looks different. Um, And, did I learn anything about cutting lawns? Probably not. I don't think so. But it just, you know, it's just. Had I, if I was focused on doing it in the fastest time possible, but do you think you were? Do you think you were more mindful?
0: So again, you broke up then. Do you think you were more mindful about it? Yeah, because I wasn't rushing it. Because you were doing something differently. You weren't just following no you know, that, that. i probably wanted
1: to do it better because it was different i wanted it to be better okay and i think that was a nice i like giving myself time to do that i like i like having the the uh the thought the space to do that in do, my you know, head. do you know
0: what caused you to 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 do that where that thought came from
1: Um, I think it was probably a, a little bit of a, couple, a little bit of monotony because i had done it I'm bear in mind right I'm I'm mowing the lawns more frequently than, than I ever have I think because because I've got a lot of time at home to do it so it's probably variety and, and to, to break out of the monotony of doing it the same way but also I thought it might benefit the lawn <laughs> I might it might benefit the, gra- the grass might grow better if it's brushed in a slightly different direction all sorts of um, reasons that I told myself to try and uh, uh, justify the time. But I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. What are we, <laughs> we talking about Moe Laws for, jet Honestly, what, what have we come uh, to? Uh,
0: well, we might, we might have spoken about this before. And I can't remember where the, what, who who ran the study or, or whatever, but it was around uh, students who learned things with different fonts, wasn't it? And, and the uh, students yeah. Read, had the font in it it was much more difficult to read generally yes. better in their exams because they had to work harder to read it and therefore it stuck more
1: yeah
0: i think there's that that sense of mindfulness in that you, know, you were doing something different rather than just following the easy path
1: yeah
0: that uh it, it, it probably was probably of a higher quality maybe uh, mm.
1: didn't cut any corners <laughs> see we've done there. But what I did find, I had to, talking about cutting corners, it was probably, I felt, I worked up more of a sweat because I had to turn my mower more, doing it in diagonals. When you get down to a, a narrow, a small part of the garden, you've got to do quick turns okay, yeah. more frequently than if you're just doing long strips. So it felt like I was working harder, but I, I feel I was more pleased with the result even, even though it probably looked had, exactly the same equally you would have had longer stretches where you weren't turning yeah
0: you would have gone corner to corner
1: yeah yes
0: so it should even
1: itself out yeah maybe i felt if you if you looked at you know i'm a sweaty man Jeff. if you looked at my t-shirt at the end of it i was pretty more sweaty than usual okay but it was a hot day so maybe that's why but i enjoyed it i you know i i enjoy. i i i i've no shame in saying it I enjoyed cutting my lawn yesterday.
0: Well, I think I mean I'm not I'm not making a too too big a stretch here by likening this to to agile teams because quite a lot of the teams that I've worked with and I'm pretty sure you're similar, especially given your your improv angle, is that encourage teams to do something even that even that they're doing well, yeah, to do it differently to see yeah. what they can learn because. It's very easy to get complacent at, say, a 7 out of 10.
1: Yeah.
0: But they could get an 8. They could get a 9 if they did something differently. The risk is that they go down to a 5. And they don't want to risk that because we're loss averse. But if we can create the conditions where they're safe, psychologically safe, to try something different, then I I find it's a lot easier to build on something you've already got a strength in than to start with something that you're weak at. Yeah. You you get 10% better at something that you're already 7 out of 10 at. That's Mm. a lot better than getting 10% better at something you're 1 out of 10 at. Yeah. Yeah, That's 7 out of 10 at mowing the lawn. Maybe you're 7.7 now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I could probably still do better. But I don't don't think better is always quicker either. in In my view. So again, so I talk about it, yeah, in terms of trying to Almost deliberately trying to find the slowest way to do something because you'll generally probably improve your practice um, by looking at it in a more slightly, uh, slightly more inefficient way. But yeah, that's certainly the case of mowing the lawns. And uh, we learned how to play Yahtzee today. Have you ever played Yahtzee before?
0: That's with dice, isn't it?
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we did that today the dice games today dice dice games and tennis was today okay
0: well so a tennis court still open
1: no i I've, uh, we've got a little short tennis net that we can just about squeeze into our front garden do the drive in our front garden okay so we use the, the kind of the kids learning tennis balls which you have to really whack really hard but they don't actually go go very far so
0: bounce as well
1: yeah yeah so and i believe we'll a camber but it was you know it was good fun and uh yeah i'll show you something else this is this is what lock you know this is a bit of a visual clue here But uh, what lockdown does to you these days this is uh oh hello <laughs> you have to describe what you can see jeff for the, uh, weather, for the tape
0: he's got his instrument out
1: i've got a big big yellow instrument yeah, I've got got my old trumpet out, mate.
0: Well, then play us a tune. <coughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> so I'm, I'm learning. So one of the things we're doing on uh, with our friends that we can't see at the pub, we're uh, we're learning a talent or re or relearning a talent that we uh, and we're we're kind of doing Britain's Got Talent over the Zoom calls on a Saturday night. So, yeah. so I've got a, I've got some practicing to do. But those are things that again. If I didn't have the time, I wouldn't, I'd never have got that out. Yeah. So.
0: What was your favourite tune to play?
1: What was it? Yeah. I used to, well, I used to play in a brass band, so it would be things like, um I used to like marches. Bit of Sousa, Jeff. Sousa? Yeah. Googling. It's American probably- American marches, Liberty Bell, things like that was good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, look it up, mate. No, yes, but it's um, I'm trying to learn so you put the wonders of uh, of technology. I'm trying to find an instrumental backing track so I can play. I can just about play Sweet Caroline, well, I've got to learn it and I'm going to play that next week. So, but I need a, a backing track to oh, do you see Neil Diamond's video? No, oh, has he done one
0: for the washing hands thing? Is he? Yeah, he says, reaching out, not touching me, not touching <laughs> you,
1: washing hands. Oh, bless him. Oh, that's good. good. No, it's brilliant, yeah. There is a lot of humour that's come out of this already. That whole Matt Lucas thing as well, which is and I heard I heard on the radio just now um Brian May has just done a version of Baked Potato with Matt Lucas as well. Again, this isn't this is very much tuned to a UK audience, but um an actor and comedian in the UK has basically released a a fun song about a baked potato, which describes how to stay hygienic and, and stay and um, self-isolate within the, the coronavirus and it's gone it's gone viral. No pun in or no. oh, every pun intended. Good way. Yeah. Yeah but in a good way. So yeah and now just about everyone's um jumping on the back of that and doing alternative versions with Matt Lucas. So but no that that type of thing is it is great for to, for morale, isn't it? It's great to keep people's hackers up. <laughs> So there we go.
0: We've got a few. Um, we've got a few more collaborations
1: coming up. Yeah. So we're having. We won't. We don't want to say too much now, do we? But we're. We just ask people to keep an eye on. Um, make sure they're subscribed to get every episode. These, these episodes are going to be coming a bit. Bit faster at the moment because we, we've got time on our hands to do them. So.
0: Are we going to have another? Another bar opening, social distancing on Friday.
1: Yeah, we might do. Yeah, I think so. It, it seems to be quite. Um, last one was quite, quite. I couldn't stay there for the whole thing, but conversation carried on after I left. I think didn't it? Yeah, we had a bit of a lock in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's that'll uh, hopefully we'll, we'll just keep those going if um, while the uh, appetite is still there. for them. All
0: right. Maybe uh, maybe we could put a shout out for some topics seeing as we're not stumbling across many things at the moment. Maybe, uh, maybe there's some, some of our listeners have some questions or some topics they'd like us to address. So if you're listening and you have a question or a topic you'd like us to cover, then tweet at the Agile Podcast uh, and let us know.
1: Yeah, that'd be great.
0: All right, everybody. Well, stay safe. Keep washing your hands. And we will see you again next week, if not before.
1: Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you've enjoyed the podcast... Thank you very much for keeping listening after all these years. Three long years it's been since we started this journey, but we're still enjoying every episode that we record. Over that time, we have been turning down quite a few offers of sponsorship and product endorsement along the way, because we don't really think that's what you'd want us to do. It is hard work, but if you enjoy and value what we do and you'd like to buy us a pint every now and again, you can do so. It's completely optional, but we have a Patreon account where you can donate whatever you want, whenever you want. We'll buy a pint and toast you, maybe even enhance the kit that we use to improve the quality of the recording, and maybe advertise to try and reach some more people. As I say, it's completely optional. You don't have to, but if you'd like to, we'd love it. And if you want to donate, please go to patreon.com forward slash theagilepubcast. Thanks very much.